welcome to Real Feminism, the podcast where we discuss films from an intersectional feminist perspective. Today I am joined by Aman and Sandra. She's back. Hey. <laughs> Who's on the call? It's Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if I had any ghost problems, I'd be like, Lee's not around. Sandra will know what to do. We'll call Sandra. <laughs> like what do I do sorry I just wanted to get that out in the beginning I will try to refrain from if you have that stored up all day maybe (laughs) (laughs) oh so today we're gonna be talking about Ghostbusters you can't guess and Sandra is a (laughs) little funny but before that how are you guys doing in our big week in lockdown so something traumatic happened to me so I was exercising so I do body combat classes like Ooh. in obviously in, in my own home and I wore a bracelet mm. you've got no one else can see it but it's like a religious thing mm. and there's a move where you move your elbow behind your ear and I don't know how but I got my earring <gasps> I pulled it right <gasps> out oh, it, was no. so, <laughs> it was so gross because it's a tiny one like inside my inner conch and I pulled it out <gasps> and and it landed on the floor and it happened so quickly. I was like, what? Oh, God. But the whole bar, like, you know, the whole area, like, because the bar had a thing on the top. The yeah. whole thing came out. It's not like the ball came off the top and the bar oh, fell out. No. So is it the ripped ball... your ear? Well, no. I was like, because then after I was like, oh, my God. So it's pulled like the ball has been pulled through the hole. Oh, luckily it was really tiny, but I was like, I had to like run into my mum and be like, check. I've got like, like ripped my ear off. <laughs> oh my God. So, yeah, so other than that, my week's been fine, but that was just, <laughs> I considered briefly when I was really drunk getting my nipple pierced, but I've heard so many stories of people ripping them out and it just not being good that I've been like, mm. I don't want to risk that. I don't want to rip my nipple off. No, I mean, you put, it's less of a body combat ac- like accident with your nipple. No, but, well, I've um... heard of someone shutting it in the shower door and like moving away and someone else is oh! to rip theirs off and just not. Well, that, hang on, how are you shutting the shower door on your boob? Look, it wasn't a Cosmo story, so I don't know. <laughs> but I do know someone who's got to rip his out. That oh, was a real thing. So that, I was like, yeah. that's enough for me, no thank you. I'll keep them intact. I'll just have my ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might need your nipple one day. Yeah, and just like <laughs> them being there. But yeah, so other than that, my week's been fine. Just, oh. you know, rip my ear in half. Oh, that's nice. Have you had anything traumatic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, well, as you know, my Life. computer. <laughs> <laughs> Life has been traumatic constantly. <laughs> too close to the truth man i know sorry my my computer is stuck in the matrix and i don't know what to do (laughs) it's saying something and it's numbers but it's too quickly it's going by too quickly i can't read it i'm fluent in binary though so you know no i'm not i'm i'm not fluent (laughs) i I believed you i was like yeah she did coding she knows (laughs) she knows how how have you been i've been listening to a lot of disco music recently oh yeah which is very off-brand for me so it's been a bit weird but I've learned that disco is very joyous and at the moment I need something joyous in my life and disco is it when you say disco do you mean like 70s disco or more modern day disco 70s disco how fun like uh, what was I was listening to in the shower earlier she's a brick 
do 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 house. I've been really enjoying that one. <laughs> it makes me feel like, yeah, I'm a brick house. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, I made of bricks. I, I am a brick lady. I don't know if Neutron Dance by Pointer Sisters is officially disco, but that's one of my all-time favorite songs now. It makes me really happy whenever I hear it. So, Aww, that sounds at, nice. In 2021, I've discovered 1970s disco music. <laughs> I love disco music. Dua Lipa's new album, or new, it's not new anymore, but it's a lot of disco on that one. Oh, really? Okay, well, I'm glad everyone's ears are still intact <laughs> so Ghostbusters uh, it was released in 1984 directed by Ivan Reitman and would you believe it all of the main crew were white men there were women who worked on it but like the directors editors cinematographers who asked why I looked at writers are all white men and I think that's the first time in any of the films we've done that there hasn't even been like one woman producing it mm. which was very telling for me because I don't like this stuff <laughs> <laughs> spoilers not that's not true i like the film don't like Venkman, and that really mm. mars my experience of the film mm. so we have not many characters to discuss we have dana who's played by sigourney weaver janine who is the receptionist of the ghostbusters and then we have winston who is one of the ghostbusters and is on screen for like five minutes <laughs> I've heard that Winston was supposed to be a bigger character at first and then Eddie Murphy mm. was supposed to play the role and then he dropped out so that it just erased Winston mm-hmm. from them. He's not in any of the promo either, is he? Because whenever I think about Ghostbusters, it's just the three of them, mm. the white guys. Then it's not He's not in any of the posters. Poor Winston. Shall I explain what Ghostbusters is? I feel like most people will even know or can guess from the title that it's about people fighting ghosts <laughs> because busting makes you feel good <gasps> <gasps> yes it does that's the only thing that i really really love about the film is the ray parker jr song thank you Lee, for confirming <laughs> just a little yep in the background. it is a banger but yeah it's, it's just about these men who i guess like exterminators but for ghosts in new york city and that's basically it it does Okay, it doesn't pass the intersection of Bechdel test because there's just Winston. It does pass the Bechdel test, I think, because Dana goes into their office and talks to Janine and says, like, is this the Ghostbusters office? I'm here to talk about blah, blah, blah. Initially, I thought she was going to go in and say, are the Ghostbusters here? Which would mean she's talking about men. But because she's asking about the office and there's some other stuff as well, I think that's fine. Yeah, no, it's funny because as soon as, even before that happened, I was like, fail, fail. Because I just assumed it was going <laughs> to fail. And then they had that conversation. I was like, God damn it. Yeah, no, actually they do. Because even though that's the only interaction, it's not about, it's yeah. about that service, isn't it? About Not really about the men. Mm-hmm. Although she does ask to speak to someone, so I'm guessing like in indirect, yeah, maybe it, it would be nice for there to be more. But seeing as there's like only two women in the film, <laughs> um, okay. I mean, I suppose there is one bit where she talks to her mum. Yeah, Lee asked if that counts. So I don't know because I don't know if we know her mum's name. I don't know. Can I go in and talk about something that really upsets me about this film as a psychology student? It really pisses me off. The first time I saw this film, I was like, what he's doing is so wrong in so many ways. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just going to say it's really predatory. It's like he's manipulating the whole situation. 
to get into a pan. Oh, it made me so like there wasn't a good way for me to start watching this film. I think I started a few years ago where I was maybe more not more hardcore feminist, but you know when you first get into feminism, you're more like everything needs to be about that. And now I'm a bit more. I mean, I have a feminist podcast now, but now I'm a bit more chill. And I'm like, okay, there's nuance with this. I'm like, this is not okay. So for people who haven't seen it, he's basically conducting an experiment to see if people have ESP but he's lying during the experiment because he you're led to believe he fancies this girl and wants to get in her pants basically so he's shocking electrical shocking the man in the study (laughs) because he's like oh you're getting it wrong all the time you're not guessing the right things and even though she's getting all the answers wrong he's like oh you're amazing and I was so angry it's like this breaches so many ethics I know sometimes people do line studies like a lot of social psychologists will actually be studying something else but it shouldn't cause harm to the person I'm so <laughs> mad because <laughs> it's not okay where are the forms where are the forms you had to sign and when that poor boy was like I don't want to do this you're hurting me he's like well you volunteered I was going to pay you he's like no you can't do that he has to be allowed to leave <laughs> But he signed a contract to say that he can leave, or at least he should have, if you follow the ethical guidelines and you're fucking savvy. <laughs> it's funny because you know how you're reacting to this is how I react when I see medicine or mm. pharmacy in programs, and then I'm like, oh my god, you're getting it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, this is probably the only time I've been like, I actually know how this is done, and that's not okay. And you, my flatmate and Sandra's podcast co host studied forensic science and he can't watch a lot of murder mystery shows that I really love watching because it's like they just do it all wrong I'm like yeah but they're still fun (laughs) (laughs) and I don't know so I'm like "Mm, yes that's what blood stuff is Mm, fascinating enhance the photo enhance it I will (laughs) I love those shows I'm not gonna lie Benkman already just off on the wrong foot for me and then when he goes to question the librarian, and this is where Lee and I got into an argument last night. She mm. so this librarian has seen a ghost, and he says, you know, have you is anyone in your family have schizophrenia? And I'm like, okay, fine. So you can have visual hallucinations. Are you on any drugs? Also fine, you can have hallucinations. And then are you Alice menstruating right now? <laughs> I know. I got I wrote that down as well. I wrote that down as well. And it's like I've literally written. Having a period is not going to make you go crazy for fuck's sake. That's literally right. My so comment. here's my issue. Lee says, which is fine, that a, what is it you said? You can talk for yourself with this. Poltergeists <laughs> are attracted to teenage girls when they begin to go through the menstrual cycle. Fine. However, <laughs> as Armin has said, the inference is she must be crazy because she's on her period. Because the other two things are, sorry, I've put words in your mouth. No, no, no. I was just going to say, but she's not young. Lee's point doesn't doesn't stand because she's not a teenager. She's an old woman. Let me just get that out there. There you go. She's, she's an old lady. <laughs> I'm not a parapsychologist, but <laughs> they're attracted to heightened emotions. And we all know. Don't know. Oh my god, are you (laughs) rich? I have a quick just point about the testing. Mm. I thought it was a bit of the problem for me. First of all, I had no recollection of this scene, and I was like, maybe I just pushed it out of my mind. But then I was also 
the problem was that they portrayed the girl or woman as like stupid mm. that was my problem issue yeah. because like it's a comedy film and it's not funny to shock people i get it but like five dollars for that i would be like fuck off <laughs> directly <laughs> all the women in the film are like they're just props aren't they so mm. that girl she's a bit thick because he wants to get into her pants the librarian and then even the secretary like she just they're just props throughout the whole film and then Sigourney Weaver she's just there to be possessed yeah and for him to lead like leer over <laughs> although I must say the secretary Janine mm. I do really enjoy her yeah yeah yeah, yeah, to be fair. yeah. I liked her deadpan she is. I think she was she did a good job even though I did notice like the first scene when she's in it I think the Bill Murray character he's like oh makes a comment about her looks because he like calls her bug-eyed or something Mm. because of her glasses I'm like shit but I do think she is very funny in it I think she like is one of the funnier characters no yeah she does come into her own doesn't she yeah, and I do, I do agree with your point. I just feel like she is very funny. And Sigourney Weaver, or Dana, I think it's good that she, one, closes the door in her neighbor's face. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, she's like, you're an annoying stalker. I'm just going to close the door on you. And I'm like, mm. I was like, yes, be rude. <laughs> oh, my God. I, when we were watching it, I think... I think Lee was paying attention to when I was starting to write and was obviously like, what was it she's writing? Oh, but my favourite <laughs> And he did at one point, was like, do you not like Lewis either? The, the stalkery guy. He's like, no, because he's, she clearly is interested in him and he's obviously waiting for her to walk past his doors. And I know it's played to be funny that he then is like, oh, hey, Dana, it's you. Oh my God, I didn't realise I've got a party. But I'm like, both of, like both him and Renkman in this film, I just, they're being so creepy and they're chasing after her and all of the time in the film she's having to like get these men just away from her and it makes me really uncomfortable particularly when Lewis was like oh um I was I tried to get into your apartment to turn off your tv I was like why would you do that <laughs> don't do that it's not your business well it was really creepy but he, he does do a good job in portraying that character yes i like the, the actor i can't remember the name of the actor but he's in rick moranis he's in little shop of horrors which is another great halloween musical that we can watch at halloween sometime <laughs> before we move on i would just like to talk about the period thing again because i'm still upset I'm still annoyed and yes the guy who runs the library or wherever they are actually says to Venkman what does that mean and used to say says something about how I'm a scientist don't worry about it I was like you had a chance to then say oh blah 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 blah," and you don't and it just really bugs me because there's that whole thing about women being hysterical and when they're on their periods they go Hmm. crazy and start shouting at people and you can't it's used as to excuse women's emotions and it just pissed me off. Yeah, I think that everybody who saw the film in the 80s would definitely directly go to the conclusion of, oh, it's, it's she's being hysterical because she's yeah. on a period. That's what I think. So yeah, that was strike two. But it is his character, isn't it? He's just 
a dick. Can I just say, on record, I really don't like Bill Murray. I really <laughs> don't like Bill Murray. On record. On record. <laughs> I've, I've, I must have seen him in some stuff before I met Lee, but I've watched a lot more of his stuff, like Scrooge and Groundhog Day. And every single thing he's in, I'm like, he's such a dick all the time. His characters are arrogant and they're chasing off these women and they're creepy. And I re- I just really don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> he does do a lot of those characters, doesn't he? Because even in, is it, he's in, what, it's not Lost in Translation. What's the film with? It is Lost in Translation. Yeah, he is Lost, yeah. yeah. And then there's another one he's just done for Apple TV and I can't remember what it's called. But again, he's a bit of a womanizer in that as well. So he just tend to... Mm. I don't know if he's just typecast now, but he just... I, to... Yeah, my hope is that he's just been typecast and he's a lovely man. But I did enjoy him in Zombieland, but he does get killed in Zombieland. <laughs> I heard that he he was in Charlie's Angels and he got <laughs> really yeah, like... I about that. He got in a fight with Lucy Liu or something. Oh, yes. And then he, he was like... I will never work with her again. I was like, all right, drama queen. He did get in a fight with Chevy Chase once and said the best insult ever to him, which is, you are medium tan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just, I don't know. If I knew that he was a really nice man and he's just playing a dick character and I'd be like, okay, whatever, but... I, I can't can't stand him. Can't stand the characters he plays. Shall we talk about when he? So Dana gets in touch with Ghostbusters because her eggs start frying themselves on her, on her counter, and then she sees a ghost in her fridge. Was it because she was menstruating? No, I'm just. Kidding. Well, he should have asked her because, as we all know, <laughs> I like the idea of her being like. Like having period rage and just smashing the eggs and being like, no, it was a ghost. I have no idea. I never get angry. I think I'm going to start saying when I'm menstruating, my eggs are boiling. <laughs> They're furious. <laughs> um, so this, I guess for me, when I first saw it, strike three was when Ventman is like, oh, I'll take Dana back to her apartment to check her out. I mean, to check the apartment out. And then when he gets back to her apartment, he just hits on her and mm. she's, I'm like, this woman's really vulnerable. She's had something weird going on in her house. She's really scared. She's gone to you for help. You're meant to be a professional person who's helping her. She's paying you. You're in her apartment and you're just like, so uh, there's a lot of space. Is it just you? Mm. And uh, I'm going to go for broke. I'm in love with you. You're going to be thinking about me after I'm gone. No kiss. And I was just like, get out of her apartment. And then when they meet up and she's like, okay, I'll go on a date with you. That's when I was like, I'm out. Cause she's so cool and alien. And they've made her character, this crap character who thinks Bill Murray is sexy and what he's doing is okay. And I, I'm out, I'm out. I like flipped the table. I turned off my iPad and was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. And then I met Lee and was like, who's my favorite film? Second favorite film after you did two. Fine. <laughs> I forgot how mad this film made me when I first saw it. I was so enraged. I was like, people love this film. And it's this guy's an asshole. But people love Finkman. In... The thing is, Joe, the thing is, how old are people when they like it? Yeah, that's true. I guess, I hope for a lot of people it's a nostalgic thing, that they watched it when they were kids. Or you mean like the people who like it are like in their 30s and it was okay? I feel like the kids that watch it, like if we watch it as kids, like my friend, fun memories of it, because she watched it as a kid. And the guys, 
that really like it now <laughs> I know Lee really likes it <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. It's like, yeah but that I don't know like there, there's a weird court thing about Ghostbusters isn't there because didn't people get upset when they made the female version yeah well, and I, like, so Lee hates the yeah 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 there's like this well people people got upset about were were people getting upset because it was getting remade with women or both i think yeah many reasons people got upset i mean i i is the first ghostbusters film i saw and i enjoyed it i found it funny it's not funny i found it funny. <laughs> <laughs> i found it funny and i do want to do it on this podcast because it would just be interesting whether it needed to be made like whether we need to have all of these films remade with women i don't know because you could just do a good film with women in it i thought it was okay i wasn't like i i watched it and i'm like "Eh." (laughs) i turned it off after the first 10 minutes oh so you really didn't like it no i but then i was like do i just not get it because i watched the original Mm. But I didn't, to be fair, like, to be fair, I didn't like the way they were treating Chris Hemsworth. Oh, I, <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> I found it so funny. <laughs> I, thought Chris, I thought Chris Hemsworth, her, Chris was so funny in it. I, but it really made me laugh. He ended up being the, was he the bad guy in the end? Yeah, well, I think he was. Possessed. Oh, I didn't even remember that. <laughs> I just like him like scratching his eye and like he's obviously not got lenses and they're like what is and it just made me laugh so much that they'd made him this like caricature of dumb women characters that they were like here's this dumb secretary but he's a man so it's funny just made me laugh but i think i think as much as they probably didn't need to make it i think it just sends a strong message Mm. you know like there's an alternative there for women yeah, and I think a lot of little girls then do dress up as Ghostbusters. Mm. I don't know whether... Because, like, Mad Max, Fury Road, that's not a remake. It was just a new film in the series. But it was much... Like, it's all about the women. And they didn't, like, make Max a woman. But it worked really well. And I I mean, I guess we can talk about this more when we do it. I wonder whether, because this was a straight remake... I, I think... As a sequel or whatever, like a re a remake, it was like every other remake out there, not that good. Mm. But like, meh. Like mm. I was like, yeah. Because <laughs> even because I really enjoyed Ocean's Eight, but that was also kind of a sequel because yeah. like, and they like briefly mentioned that one of the characters is related to a character in the old film, and that's kind of it. And it's just a heist movie. It just has like Ocean's Eight. It's the title. And I've mm. never seen the Ocean's To be films. fair, yeah, it wouldn't have worked if they'd remade um, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Because it just it would just just been a crappy copycat. But this was really, that was really good because it had its own story. Yeah. I didn't like that film either. Or I, I just thought it was, <laughs> eh. but it's, yeah, I've seen all of the Ocean's films, including the remake, and I was underwhelmed. I think I thought, the first one was okay. I've never seen them. The first ocean the film. One. But then, you know, that's usually the case. Like, I... the first movie is quite... Like, yeah. I enjoyed Ghostbusters growing up. Uh, I did dress up as Ghostbusters. Oh! <laughs> really because I didn't understand. Well, I did... No, I just thought it was funny. Watching it now, I thought it was funny. 
but also it is problematic. All 80s films are problematic in that in that way. It was mm-hmm. <laughs> I was surprised there were no titties in this one. I was like 80s movies <laughs> always have titties in them. Well, it looks like Dana was going that way when she got all Not sexy at the end. Almost. It looks like she was going to pop out a tear. I do really like Ray and Egon. <laughs> oh, the one with the, the, the glasses. glasses. Yeah. Oh, I really liked him too. Yeah, I liked him and I liked Ray. And I like Winston, I felt like he didn't, his character wasn't fleshed out much. Like he only turned up halfway through the film and you don't get to see as much of him. But the other two, I was like, they're really sweet and just fun, nerdy guys who are so excited about ghosts. Whereas. <laughs> I collect both modes of fungus. I thought yeah. that was a good, good. It was a good line. Yeah. So there were definitely like good characters in it. I just yeah, Bankman. I think what I thought was funny was the crappy CGI. Oh my god, that was, <laughs> that was the funniest part, <laughs> and the fact that his his cigarette got stuck on his lip when he's in the hotel. I was like, what the? How is that cigarette clinging on for dear life? um, Yeah, the other thing, I guess, with Venkman that I was like, okay, one one thing that's good about him, but it's a very low bar because no one should do this, (laughs) is that when Dane is possessed and she's trying to have sex with him, he's like, no, I make a point of not having sex with possessed people. I don't want to do this. And I was like, okay, because... He seems like the kind of person who would be okay with it because he's been an arsehole throughout this whole film. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad that he's like, no, this is... Although he does then knock her out and there is a question as to has he turned up to this date with drugs in his pocket or has he found that in her apartment? Because either it's a really strong drug or he has a lot of it to knock someone out. And how does he know how much to administer to knock someone out? I just have a lot of questions about why... <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and think that it's a storyline thing that he just saw saw the pills or something and that he says I administered this much. Mm. That will... So I'm hoping that it's that. And that was like a real high for me. I was like, finally, something that is not abhorrent about this character. And then like 10 minutes later, he's kissing her. Well, she's unconscious. I was like, no! Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree with Sandra about the drugs. I think that was just a, a you know, they've added it in the story and probably not think, thought about it too much. I know, I know you hate him, but like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And he was wearing an awful shirt, can we just say, to his date. I was like, what is that? I know this is the 80s, but come on. Yeah, okay. Should we... I don't have any more to say about Venkman. That's that everything is off my chest. <laughs> That's it. I did write down a line when he was saying that this guy's a sailor. He's in New York. If we get him laid, he'll be fine. I think talking to one of the ghosts, I like. I think I rolled my eyes at that. I was like, you can't fix things with sex, Venkman. The fucking ghosts. Who's angry? I can't remember whether it was the marshmallow man, the stay puffed man. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, so of course he's a sailor, the marshmallow man. <laughs> I was like, this guy has been created by the wrath of that female ghost. You're not going to fix that by getting the fucking ghost laid. <laughs> and I know it's I just think... meant to be a joke. I know it's just meant to be a joke. <laughs> yeah, Joe, I think that you're like... Because also, it's only there because the other guy thought about it. Do you remember? Yes. 
So, like, <laughs> I know. I just not just scribbling away with my pen angry, like stupid, stupid. Oh, should we talk about Dana, seeing as she's the woman in the film? Mm-hmm. What do we think of Dana? Because I remember her being in the film a lot more and having a lot more to do with it. But she's possessed for a lot of the film. I, I think I, I was pleasantly surprised by the fact that she isn't a person who feels like she has to be polite mm. when men are being creepy. I was I was happy about that. But also then that isn't a lot of screen time and mm. makes no sense that she's like, oh, I crawled out of this statue. I'm going to kiss this guy now because... Right! Sorry, that annoyed me as She well. doesn't remember the possession or what happened. So I'm like, it's not like it's a big save or anything. She doesn't remember any of it, and I'm guessing. Again, she's vulnerable she's been through a trauma she's gonna be confused and not know what's going on and then yeah so why have they kissed i just leave her alone leave her alone not to defend him but they both each other yeah yeah and then but her character with her character was a bit disappointing because she came out quite strong didn't she like when you first meet him he's like independent and yeah like that guy's a creep but she doesn't care and you know she's doing her thing and then yeah, and then for some reason, she likes this weirdo guy. And then and then at the end, like you said, she, like, kisses him. And she's he's practically a stranger. But mm. I had such high hopes for her character. Yeah, yeah, and it is a strong like, beginning. Drops. Yeah. Mm. So, and because she's intelligent. She's, like, you know, a, like a musician. She clearly yeah. like, has her, you know, her shit together. She's li- on, able to live on her own in the 80s and is living her single lady life. Yeah, and um, doesn't take any shit. Although I will, to counter my own point, <laughs> say that she is being polite with the neighbor guy, who is also a creep. When he is like, "Oh, you've made a date when I had my party." Oh no! Oh, he can come as well. He's she's like, "Oh well, I can turn up," mm. and I'm like, "No, don't give him that. Like, be rude. Like, fuck off, creepy man." <laughs> I will do my own taxes. Thank you very much. (laughs) I I also, I didn't like that. They don't really explain. Okay, that's not true. So they do say he goes it is. And there's some, they're talking. Now I'm thinking about it in my head. I'm like, actually, why did I make her look so sexy and want to have loads of sex? Because she kept saying, are you the key? This is why I didn't understand that. If she's possessed, why is she suddenly horny? Because... Both Zool and Vince need to have sex Um, in order to open the gate for Goza to come through. But they need to do it for human vessels. Wait, so what you're saying is that Dana and Lewis have sex, but we don't see that. Yeah, wasn't that obvious to you, Joe? No, they just kissed and walked up the stairs. No, it wasn't that obvious to me. (laughs) (laughs) When they wake up on the altar, I was like, well, that's kind of looked like sex but then he was fully closed so I was like well probably not then but now I'm shooketh (laughs) that I'm such an innocent flower I just I know I have no idea they had sex (laughs) also isn't this a kids film Mm, PG it's PG though right yeah but it wasn't made for kids and then it was so popular with kids 
that like Ghostbusters 2 has no swearing, no drinking, no cigarettes. No. It wasn't initially a kids right. film. Ghosts trying to give blowjobs to the characters. No. Because that was weird as well. <laughs> I can't believe they had sex. I genuinely had no idea. I was like, why have they made her so sexy when she's just walked up the stairs and turned into a dog? No, because when he gets up, he's like, looks like disheveled and frazzled, like they've just had sex. Oh my God, I had no idea. They, w- they wake up on the altar, like sit up from the altar, and then he looks like he's a bit dazed. And I was like, I, I, they, they must not have had sex because he's fully clothed. But now I feel like, a, like an idiot. Oh, me too. Uh, yeah, I didn't come back at all. But I should have got it from the metaphor. Oh, gate to the key. Oh. I, I didn't like that they made Dana really like sexy looking and that Lewis just looked the same. Like they didn't make him look like, I mean, I guess maybe she'd had time in her apartment to just put on this sheer number that she apparently just had in her wardrobe and make her makeup. <laughs> maybe that's why, because he's chased through New York by one of the dogs. But it's like, he looks really scruffy and dirty and no offense, Moranis, but yeah, not but his, sexy. But his personality didn't change. So she became suddenly horny. So I get that she needed the key in the lock. But he wasn't like horny either. Yeah. He wasn't horny, sorry. Like, you know, <laughs> so why is she the one like trying to seduce someone? Yeah. You know, and he isn't. Oh no, that it's because it, it, when the when they got possessed, like <laughs> traits of the person like got taken over, which is why because Vince Glorfo, the demon, isn't a clumsy thing that sniffs popcorn and talks to horses, but Lewis is a moron. So it made Vince stupid. But then are you saying that Dana was already just a really I mean maybe she was a really horny sexy lady, but I mean you don't know what's going on there, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> My issue is that it felt it was felt frustrating because that seems to happen often with female characters that she's the one who's being overtly sexual and trying to make men have sex with her and Rick isn't, or Lewis isn't, rather. Um, and then even Goza, I've written down that Goza is a sexy ghost lady as well. Like, she looks really sexy and is wearing this weird skin-tight outfit. And I was like, why do what is going When she on? appears, when she appears, I was like, wait, who this? <laughs> <laughs> who this lady? Why is she here? Why has she got these dogs? I thought it was I thought it was the secretary at first. I was like, how did she get to that building? <laughs> that would be amazing. And why is she wear, wearing like a sheer leotard with I... Mm, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, you mentioned before that she's meant to be like an Egyptian goddess type thing, well, which I didn't I pay just, attention to. I I did. I only assumed that because of the names. Mm. That's oh, why yeah. I thought maybe maybe they're meant to have some sort of like um, Egyptiany or like you know different background. And the fact that they bronzed her up as well, mm. um, I was just thinking, is she meant to be some sort of like goddess from the past or something? But that's the only reason why I thought, because because what's the name? Guy, it's not Gaiozo. I just want to keep. Oh, oh, now I feel really hungry for some. It's what is it? Goza. Goza. Yeah. Yeah. I just hear Gaiozo. <laughs> <laughs> And Razul, Razul, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, but so is Zul and Gaius are the same? No. No. But then who's Zul? Zul is one of the dogs. 
The one that was in the uh, fridge. Uh, yeah, but that yeah. name sounds it sounds it sounds a bit Egyptiany or like. Mm. Yeah. Also, Goza, the sexy ghost lady. A couple of the lines I wrote down that the Ghostbusters were saying when they saw her. I don't know why I struggled with those words. They said, like, this chick is toast, nimble little minx, inchy. I was just like, she's a really powerful ghosty goddess thing. You're being really dismissive. She's about to create a marshmallow man to come and get her. And you're referring to her as a chick and a little minx and just... so. It is a, it is a strongly misogynistic film. There's yes. definitely... Like- <laughs> I can see why people like it so much and I can also see why a lot of people would love Bankman and would just think that he's really cool because he gets the girls and he's confident it's just I don't like it yeah because it. actually there's one point you know when there's that whole bit about how they're becoming successful and they're mm. becoming popular there's a bit when she's listening to him on the radio listening to the about the radio and they say oh that they dance the night away with the ladies and I was like, that's a weird reference to make. Mm. But it is all about, look at these guys. They're saving the world. They're almost like superheroes, but not superheroes. Yeah. And they're getting the girls and they're like perfect. So yeah, there's that draw, isn't it? That he's, and also he's not traditionally fit either. Mm. He's a scientist, so he's clever and still managing to save the world. And get yeah. the ladies. Mm. Although he doesn't seem that clever. I don't know what his actual like why he was a scientist Mm. because he doesn't understand anything that the other people say to be fair I don't really understand it either because it's make-believe but (laughs) no I just mean that he doesn't understand them I don't Mm. understand what what his level of expertise is and then when when Dana says like what is this thing he's like oh it's tech tech yeah technical and I'm like what like, do you know what he ah. is he's your he's your typical like so the, there's three of them two of them are really smart and clever he's got a phd and he clearly coasted so mm. he's your, you know that guy that coasts through life can mm. blag shit like doesn't know the detail but has enough friends to like have his back mm. but is the one that's swag mm-hmm. he's that guy isn't he he's a white yeah. privilege in male form yeah 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 God, I hate him so much um <laughs> So, should we, before we rate the film, should we talk about Winston and what little we get to see of him? Because I don't think I realised how little you actually see of Winston. Mm. And his character is not fleshed out at all. He just turns up because he wants a job and he says to whoever's interviewing him, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say. Because I think Ginny was asking, like, do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in the lines? Do you believe in... (laughs) I do, I do enjoy Janine. <laughs> well, to be fair, she, yeah, if you're going to have to pick between her and Dana, then yeah, definitely she's the better character. She feels more like how I feel on a regular basis. Like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I just need to earn money. She was like, I've, I've quit better jobs for less. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Lee says that he's kind of the, is the everyman. So he's there so that the other characters can explain to the audience what's going on, which is fine. I get that we need that, but it's a shame that that has to be the only black character in the film who's not, like, you don't know anything about his education, so you don't know whether he's got a PhD. The assumption is he's not smart because 
he doesn't understand the Ghostbusters tech stuff. I just think it's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. It is a bit derogatory, or it feels a bit condescending. Yeah, because like, because he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm just here for the money," and and yeah. Although it, fair enough. I yeah, mean, relatable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about your ghosts. I just need to be paid. Thank you very much. <laughs> the only thing I did like was that when he's in the car with Ray and they're talking about apocalypse stuff, I think Winston's one he gets to explain that this is an apocalypse event, like the dead are already rising from their graves mm. and mm. Ray hadn't considered that before. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm glad he gets that, but he's just not really he's not really in it enough. I can't remember what the second one is like and if he's in it more. And I also noticed that even though they're in New York, the most concentrated group of black people we see is in the prison scene. There are yeah, a lot I, of yeah, black I, people in that I scene. I actually counted well, oh, I did you? Okay. to see I didn't write the figure down, but I just wanted to see if there's an equal mix between white and black. Mm. But there yeah. isn't because the only white, the only like there are white people, but then they're added with the, the ghostbusters themselves rather than just being in the background. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I was like, this is they're in New York. Like even just the people on the street seem yeah, quite yeah. white. Then all of a yeah. sudden you're in prison. There's yeah. all black people. Like, yeah, I don't know. Although it felt way. it felt a bit more realistic when he was like, I need my own lawyer because these people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also I'm gonna get like I I thought about that as well the fact that the only back, black people we see are the cleaner and the mm. other prison uh, prison people and that felt weird but he also takes a bigger role in the mayor's office which is good yeah that's true he's the one that clues in on the fact that the mayor is religious and he's like okay i'm gonna explain it to you in a way that makes sense to you kind Mm. of but yeah speaking of that scene there's a bit there that i also was like hmm this isn't necessarily a problem but because society is moving into a more gender fluid way Perhaps these insults are not really okay anymore. So I can't remember which Ghostbuster it is, but they refer to the Environmental Protection Agency guy as dickless. And then Venkman says, like, yes, it's true, this man has no dick. And he obviously gets really angry about that, that he's being... I was like, this, it's actually really ridiculous that someone would get so angry. Like, if someone said to me, like, yeah, this woman has no vagina, I wouldn't be like, how dare you? And obviously no, but- it's... What they're inferring is they're saying he's dickless, so therefore he's like a woman. He's a yeah, he's impotent. That's what they're and... saying. Yeah, and that mm. he's weak, right? That's what they're saying that he's weak because he's dickless, and look at him. But yeah, yeah, because if if you know if they wouldn't say like it wouldn't be the same meaning if they said it to you. Yeah. You're vaginaless. Yeah, <laughs> like... <laughs> right. Yeah, and I think again, it didn't make me like really mad, but I was like, this feels. I don't like that because also I mean probably less likely in an 80s film but that guy could be a trans man and may well not have a penis and that's fine and calling that out in a group of people is not very nice Ghostbuster people (laughs) yeah but it's not really the case though like I think I understand what you're saying but I think in the context of it it feels like it's just toxic masculinity. Yeah, I don't like it. I just think kind of <laughs> jokes, like those kind of jokes, I think not that long ago I would have been like, they're really funny. And now I'm like, mm, they're not really that funny anymore. It's interesting because, really yeah, because <laughs> whenever funny. whenever you hear that now, you're like, 
and like what? jokes about how big someone's penis is as well. I'm like, really shouldn't be joking about that because it's not. I joke about how big my penis is all the time. <laughs> you can joke about how big your dick is. That's fine. But I meant when people are like, oh, well, he just has a small penis. And I'm yeah. like, mm, but that's not really nice because you're body shaming. And yeah, it's, it is true that it, you could have a massive penis and be shit in bed. And you could have a small penis and be amazing in bed. So Very true. And yeah. anyway, we're... I digress. Um, does anyone have anything else to say about the film before we rate the film? Then I would also like to say that I enjoy Sigourney Weaver and everything that she does, but yeah. she might have drawn uh, an unlucky... Mm. It, wasn't, it wasn't the best character. No. An alien. Whew. Yeah, we need to do that. Oof. But I don't think, for some reason, I think aliens is up on now TV or something like that, but alien, mm. the first one, not Mm. which way round did she do them alien came first and then ghostbusters i feel like a lot of people are going to listen to this and either disagree or likely or (laughs) be upset that we don't like it but it's okay you can enjoy the film and like it i just have no interest in seeing it again it's just our opinion isn't it at the end of the day yeah um, oh, in the 80s, I mean, like, all the films were very misogynistic. Like, all of them. Say that. I thought Terminator was okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That might be the only one. But I thought <laughs> Terminator 1 and 2 do pretty good. Gremlins isn't that bad. No, Gremlins isn't too bad. Oh, I love that film so much. It's such a good film. I can't wait for Christmas so I can watch it again. Anyway, okay, so intersectionality i feel like maybe a one because winston's there maybe a two no 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 <laughs> because i just think um because of the like the cleaner and yeah. the prison it's and also they cut him out i know it probably wasn't i don't know if it was race related or whatever but i think one is probably fair okay cool i agree and then for the female side maybe a two for there yeah. being two women <laughs> <laughs> because I, I don't think although I think Janine is funny I don't and there are good points to Dana I don't think either of them are strong enough to like give it a high score I don't feel like they got enough credit or screen time they don't yeah. they didn't get enough character development or anything yeah but I was surprised genuinely surprised that she's possessed for a lot of the film um Mm. i was like oh she got possessed earlier than i remember and she's not her obviously when she's possessed she's just a sexy temptress lady who wants to have sex with the key um (laughs) which could be any man well it's Um, the guy that's if it's funny because it's the guy that's the creep yeah that has been creeping on her the whole time Mm. so (laughs) <laughs> Dana. Dana. so i think two yeah so that means unsurprisingly ghostbusters gets three out of ten <laughs> wasn't expecting it to score high i don't think it's an awful film and i wouldn't be like no you shouldn't watch it i just don't like it <laughs> <laughs> just don't watch it around me i think yeah. it's all right like hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's like it's not offensive it's just there isn't it like would i watch it again probably not yeah 
like it's not racist and yes Venkman is annoying and a creep I guess he's not I don't know (laughs) I I, well I would say like yeah no (laughs) I think I've watched too much like high school films from the 80s Mm. those are problematic with a capital P (laughs) cool Ghostbusters gets 3 out of 10 Um, if you want to let us know if you agree like do you like Venkman let us know because I'd be curious to hear if you do and why you can find us at real feminism real spelled r-e-e-l on instagram and facebook thank you very much to Armin and Sandra for being my co-host today thank you having it thank you you're welcome and thank you very much to Lee for doing all of the editing and artwork and producing and thank you very much to Sandra our mystery guest who's not a mystery I don't know why I called her that doing the music (laughs) (laughs) at the start and end of our podcast and we'll be back in your ears in two weeks time when we'll be talking about Mean Girls oh my god that is so fetch I can't wait I'm really excited bye bye (laughs) Stop trying to make fetch happen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>